Welcome to episode 76 of Amen, Brother Ben. It's the podcast that keeps you focused on God and acting like that newborn baby Jesus. That's right. It's Christmas time, baby. You better jingle them jangles. I'm ready. If there were ever a year that would need a Christmas, it's 2020. So I'm ready. Ready, ready, ready for Christmas 2020. And I hope you are as well. Thanks for listening today. Make sure that you share this podcast with someone that you think needs to get in the Christmas spirit. Right? Because I got to be honest. The presents ain't going to do it. I ain't got money for that this year. And, you know, the, the family gatherings probably aren't going to happen like they normally do. So it's just like God is stripping away some of the excess to make sure that we're focusing on him this holiday season. Good chance uh, that he's trying to do that for you as well. So make sure you make the most of the opportunities that he's set before you. If you seek him out, he will provide for you a way to get closer to him. That's totally off topic. I just felt led to tell you that this morning. Uh, we're talking about uh, Christmas for the next couple weeks here. We're going to be breaking down some scriptures that you probably are familiar with, even though you maybe hadn't been to church since last Christmas, then maybe it's time for you to uh, recall some of these verses that maybe you heard in a story, maybe you saw in a movie, maybe Charlie Brown said it, and that's why you remember it, but it becomes a part of there. It's implanted in there, and you can remember it. And so this past Sunday, I was preaching out of Isaiah chapter 9, some Christmassy verses, and a lot of people are like, wait, aren't you supposed to like Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, the story of Jesus, right? Well, I don't know if you know this, but God laid some Easter eggs. He he foreshadowed, he dangled the carrot, so to speak, ahead of his people and said, I am going to send a Messiah, a Savior, someone to liberate you, um, which in the time that, that these verses that I'm going to be uh, reading here in a second were written, that was a really, that was a major thing because they're, they kept having these failed uh, kings and, and their civilization was kind of in ruins and they kept dealing with exile and all this other stuff. And um, God was about to go silent for about 500 years. Uh, but he made them this promise uh, that, that had kind of helped them to anticipate the coming Messiah. Uh, and so I I want to read you this verse that you've probably heard out of Isaiah chapter 9. It says, For to us a child is born, a son is given to us. The government will rest on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. And we're going to get to those last four names uh, start next episode. But I wanted to look at this line that a lot of us and me included when I first read it just sort of skipped over it because it didn't I didn't quite understand it and I didn't think it meant that much but there's a lot that God is trying to tell us from just these two sentences for a child is born to us a son is given to us and the government will rest on his shoulders see a child being born to us and remember, the Bible is written to God's people. It's, it's in a certain way written to all of humanity. And yes, it's written to uh, individuals, but more often than not, it's written to a group of people, right? I know a lot of times we read the Bible like this is per God's personal love letter to us, but he's actually wrote it for us to be in 
uh, in community with each other. So a child is born not just to you, not just to me, but to us. It says a son is given to us. You see, it's kind of weird to, to a lot of people that the Messiah, the Savior, would be, uh, would be arriving in this sort of way. A child would be born to us. You would think that he would come as a fully grown man ready to kick butt and take names. But he was born as a child. And he went to live on uh, a perfect life from the ground up. And, and so that that's, line was meant to be uh, foreshadowing that the Messiah is this human being, right? He, is, he came helpless. He came meek and meager, um, A, so that he can show us what it means to really rule, that, that someone as mighty as Jesus uh, still took the form of a child, but also he, he grew up. He lived a life so that he can endure the same temptations that you and I face and yet not be tripped up by sin. Hebrews 4.15 says, we don't have a high priest, that's who Jesus is, who cannot sympathize with our weakness, but one who has been tempted in all the same ways that we have yet didn't sin. I don't know about you, but that's an encouragement I need uh, that, that God, it's not like God's way above us and can't understand us. Jesus coming and and living a, a human life just like we do is a way for him to be closer to us. It's a way for him to say, no, I understand what you're going through. I relate to you, and yet I still ask these things. I still offer these things to you. Uh, and it says the son will be given to us, right? That's a gift. This The reason we're, we exchange gifts on Christmas, uh, even in a Christian tradition, is because uh Jesus was a gift. He was a sacrifice. He was um, something that, a grace gift that we didn't deserve. And yet you and I got that. But yet he was a gift who was from him. See, Jesus didn't, you know, he, at one point he was, he's an equal part of, he wasn't at one point a part, but he is an equal part of uh, what's known as the Godhead, the Trinity, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. So Jesus was kicking around long before he showed up as a baby. And so he, he, he was existed. It's, the Bible actually says he existed in the form of God, but he did not regard equality with God as a thing to be grasped, but emptied himself, taking on the form of a slave or a bondservant and being made in the likeness of men. So he humbled himself. And that's why uh, we are reminded that we should humble ourselves each Christmas that we shouldn't expect these things, that gifts, any gifts that we get are full of grace. But here's the cool part, and my favorite part of that line there. It says, the government will rest on his shoulders. We've had a weird year for government, haven't we, in America in 2020. Uh, and this verse right here reminds us, yes, he's going to be born as a baby. Yes, he's going to be meek and meager, but the government will rest on his shoulders. He is Lord. He is not only Savior, he is King. And this verse, it kind of foreshadows a time. By the way, that's why when you get God's, uh, you get Jesus's disciples following him, and you read the Gospels, and they're like, "Hey, Jesus, you ready to overthrow the Romans?" And he's like, "Nah, fam, that's that's not what I'm about." Right? He said he's looking forward to a time where Jesus will come back in his full glory, uh, and he will be king. Daniel two forty four prophesies about that. It says, "God in heaven will set up a kingdom which will never be destroyed." And that kingdom will not be left for another people. It will crush 
and put an end to all these kingdoms, but it will endure itself forever. Even I've talked about this a lot with the elections this year, but we got we have a chance, and this is why this is a season of hope because we have a chance to look forward to what God has for us. Right? Jesus is still king. And the government will rest on his shoulders. It's his burden and his responsibility to rule the world. And so while that may not have happened in full yet, this is what we look forward to each Christmas. And yes, we are going to take advantage of the, the grace gifts that Jesus gives us now. And we'll talk about exactly what that is over the next couple of days. But let's make sure that we keep our eyes trained on eternity, on God's kingdom. We need to be kingdom-minded because there's going to be a day where there is no America and there is no all these other kingdoms and empires. It's just going to be Jesus, King Jesus, ruling and reigning. And things will be as they should be. And that's what we can look forward to about Christmas. Yeah, the presents are great. I told this to my, my crew on Sunday. Presents are great. Traditions are great. The kingdom of God is better. That's what I'm excited about. That's what I needed to be reminded of this year. Amenben.com if you have any questions, comments, concerns, arguments, whatever. We'll talk about it. See you back here tomorrow talking about how God is a wonderful counselor. <laughs>